Hello, I'm Tara Suber, and welcome to Tara Talks 2. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about my journey healing. Healing is very important, whether it's from emotional trauma or physical trauma. Your body has to heal and your mind has to heal as well. I live in the South, Port City, okay? In the summer times, we get a lot of rain in the summertime here. So mosquitoes are um, a nuisance. They're very much a nuisance. And they love me. You know, the mosquitoes love me. And so once I got a mosquito bite that was so bad, it irritated and itched so bad that I scratched and scratched and scratched. And I continued to scratch until I broke the first layer of my skin. Now, once I had broken that layer of my skin and exposed underneath, I stopped scratching because it hurt. And I began to put a bandage on it so that I wouldn't scratch it anymore. And when I took the bandage off after a day or so, I noticed there was a sticky layer, the part of my skin that was broken. And then maybe a few days later, I noticed dark spots within the scar. And then a week or so, the skin started to slowly but surely come back over my scar. It didn't happen overnight. It happened in stages. And each stage was very important. I had to go through the sticky. Then I had to go through the spotted dark spots in the scar. And then eventually the dark spots spread out and the skin connected again. It was a little scar, a little abrasive and hard to touch after a while, but it was completely healed. And after that abrasive scar fell off, my skin came back. It was a little darker in that, in that area, but my skin was renewed. The body wants to heal itself from trauma, from bruises, whether it's emotional or physical, your body fights for the healing process. But you have to do your part in order for the process to be successful. When I was very young, I was molested by a family member. And it went on for a few years. I can recall bits and pieces of the trauma. I can recall instances. I can't tell you an exact timeline, but the one thing that stuck out was the trauma that was left in my, not just on my physical body, but my emotional well-being was bruised. It was harmed and it required a process for healing. So it wasn't just the physical or the emotional damage that I had to work with and attempt to come back from, but I also had to fight, or I should say, I had to fight to regain who I was, identify with who I was. Because when you're going through 
trauma and you're trying to survive and, and get to your healing, there's certain things that you do in order to survive. You take on certain personality traits that probably wasn't there um, because of fear, because of the inability to trust, because of um, what has happened, you become extremely guarded. So not only did I have to heal from what I had to endure, but I had to heal from the person that I had to become in order to survive, to get to the next step, to get to a place where I can become a um, positive, uh, progressive, impactful person in society. I had to heal from the person I had to become in order to survive. So we take on character traits to survive the traumatic seasons in our lives. Because of the physical molestation, the physical abuse that I endured as a child, I was very um, promiscuous, an early teenager. I was very slick in hiding things and I knew how to maneuver and do things in secret. These are character traits picked up in the trauma, you know. I knew how to deceive people. I knew how to be very deceptive to my parents. I learned these character traits because they were taught by the predator that came into my life to be secretive, how to be quiet, how to um, um, even the desire to want to be sexual prematurely to express myself in those manners. These are character traits that were brought on by the trauma of the molestation. That wasn't who Tara was. Tara was not a promiscuous person. Tara was not supposed to be slick and sly and doing things underhanded and deceptive. That was not who I was. But those are the character traits that I picked up during the trauma, during one of my um, relationships, and I spoke on a previous podcast about the relationship with my son's father and how that was um, the age difference. I went back and I looked at the birth certificate because I gave birth to my son in 1988, but I gave birth to him in April of 1988, which means at the age of 15, I was pregnant and gave birth because I didn't turn 16 until September of that year. So in that relationship with this man that was much, much, much more my senior, I was so gullible and impressionable and um, just wet behind the ear, did not know nothing about life. I just kind of fell for anything. I went with the flow. He was much older. He was mature. So whatever he said went. That relationship turned sour real fast and real quick. 
because there were red flags everywhere that I began to pick up on. And then uh, there was the incident where there was the physical abuse. And so I probably went into that relationship trusting and believing, but I came out on the other side with an inability to trust a man, um, extremely guarded. Um, I isolated myself a lot and I did all of these things in order to survive the trauma that he had put me through. And so when your body takes on this trauma, in order for for the healing process to be, um, to progress as it should, there were things that I had to do. And it took me years. It took many years for me to um, learn how to trust not just men, but females, because I had an issue with uh, females because there was a lot of um, infidelity. Um, there was a lot of stepping out of the relationship. So I was unable to form healthy relationships with females because of the way I was treated in the relationship that I was in being that he had many partners outside of me um, and some that used to hang out with us, some that um, called themselves my friend, that would call me and talk with me. Um, there were even some family members and it was just strange to me that a friend or a family member would be in a sexual relationship with someone that I had, I am in a relationship with or that I was in a relationship with, that I had a, a son with. I just, it was just strange to me. So it was hard for me to form those bonds with women because of the lack of trust. Um, not so much for them, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, I, I take that back. Yes, I didn't trust them and I didn't trust the man that I was with because of the trauma from a past relationship I never got over. And so when I packed up and left that relationship, when I packed up and decided this was no longer for me, this is not healthy, this is not right, I packed all that junk in the bag and I became a person that I was no longer familiar with. I became um, one that really didn't deal with females as friends. Nah, I'm good. I don't. I don't need no buddies. I, I ran solo a lot. I may have had like one really good friend um, that I ran with every now and again, and uh, but on a regular basis, I guarded myself by not forming bonds with females for the fear that um, if I was in a relationship with another man, if I let somebody in my life, that it would be ruined because of the people I had around me. So healing <laughs> from what you've endured is one thing, but the next level of that is healing from 
the person you had to become in order to survive the things that you've gone through. That's a whole nother level of therapy. That's a whole nother level of effort that you have to put in to undo the damage that was done. And it's a mental struggle. It's an emotional pull and sometimes even a physical battle. I was willing to put in the work that it took to be restored. After being molested, my guard was up when I had girls. I didn't trust leaving them with anybody. I um, was hesitant about who I kept them around, the company we kept. If they had friends, their parents had to become our friends because of the guard that I had put up. I went into straight overprotective mode because I'll be damned if my girls were going to go through the same thing that I went through. I just did everything I could to make sure that they were safe. And sometimes it was selfishly holding them back from sleepovers or different things because I don't know who they, I don't know those people. Mom, you know their mom, yeah, but I don't know their daddy. I don't know the older brothers in that house. I don't know those people. And I did things like that because I wanted to protect my family. Bitterness settled in for a minute. And that was, I think the bitterness was the most unhealthy part of the process. of the One of the character traits that I, I picked up just being bitter. Because when I became bitter, I became numb to anything anybody said to me. Um, nothing really moved me. You can talk to me until you're blue in the face, but, and I look you dead in your eye, I would hear you and it would just go straight through me because I was bitter. I was like stone. I didn't, and I, and I did it because I thought that that was all, and that was what I needed to do to protect myself to protect my family from any harm. But when I realized how unhealthy that was and how not just um, bitter bitterness wasn't just unhealthy, but it caused um, a lot of, it caused me to isolate myself from people. And in the isolation was, it was just unbearable at times because if you know me you know that I am a complete social butterfly I love people I I enjoyed having company I enjoyed being the entertainment it's just me <laughs> that's my personality that's who I was born as you know so for me to harden over and not wanting to move to the next step of restoration because of the bitter feelings that I hold from the trauma it was a very lonely place to be it was a physical fight at some times uh, getting into it with girlfriends and and guy friends just getting into it because they knew who I really was and they saw who I had become 
and it was nearly unrecognizable. I didn't like it there. I didn't want to be there. That's not who I was. And some of you may have gone through some physical or emotional challenges in your life. You've put yourself in a place where you feel it's safe because you don't want to experience those feelings over again. You don't ever want to feel the way you did when you were going through your lowest points. And so you do things to guard against that. And sometimes there are things that's totally against the way that God had originally made you to be. But you do what you have to do to survive. The moment or the moments or the incident or the incidents. But once those things have passed, you have to intentionally make a decision to rebuild you. I was very intentional about my restoration process. First things first. Yes, the trauma happened. Yes, the abuse occurred. Yes, the hurt. Yes, the damage was there. But I refuse to become a product of things that have happened to me. I refuse to allow my trauma, my hurt, my pain to define who I am. I refuse to remain bitter, to remain isolated. Now, I keep my guard up every now and again, but I'm not extremely guarded. <laughs> Listen, once bitten, twice shy. You know, I think the saying goes, first time, shame on you. Next time, shame on me. Now, nah, ain't going to happen again. I learned how to cut ties with people that are unhealthy for me and for my growth, my positive growth. You understand what I'm saying? But I had to be intentional about not undoing what has happened to me because you can never undo the past. You can't make it go away. It actually becomes a part of you, but you have to decide how to use that. Are you going to let it consume you? Or are you going to use it as the pivoting point to excel? And to overcome every individual that has experienced some type of emotional hurt or physical hurt as I have, you, you come to that fork in the road where you make a decision. Are you going to become what has happened to you? Are you going to let it consume you and define the rest of your life? Or are you going to pivot and use those things as building blocks for your healing process, for your restoration, for your evolution, the evolution of you. Are you going to do that? Are you going to use those moments of sadness to supersede every thing that anybody has ever called you? Because people will tag you in a minute. 
oh, they're not going to be anything. Oh, she's just, you know, silly and foolish. Look at her over there. Ain't going to be nothing. I'm two babies. Ain't going to do nothing with her life. Yeah, people, yeah, people will tag you in a minute. They'll brand you as something because of your past. But are you going to allow that or are you going to overcome? Be an overcomer. You got this. Homie, you got this. I know it's been hard, young man. I know it's been difficult. I know you may even be at a point where you can't talk about those things that's happened to you. I know, my brother, my sister, I know because I've been there. and The pain consumes you. But I promise you, you will never have more on your shoulders than you're able to bear. You are here today for a reason. So go ahead and pivot. Go ahead and pivot. Move forward. Press through. My homegirl said something the other day in, in church. And she said, just keep moving. Just keep moving through the pain. Just keep moving through the sorrow. Just keep moving through the loss. Keep moving. Keep moving. But be intentional about your move. Don't move. And be a bag lady or a bag man with all that stuff with you. You have to be intentional about unpacking that stuff. And it may not be the way that I do it. My healing and my restoration is going to be different. My um, evolution is going to be different than you. Everybody's going to be different. But you're here today. You're a survivor. You are a survivor. Of whatever it is that you went through. And I know it wasn't easy. I know it was hard. But you got this. Let's heal. Let's heal. And let's be intentional about the process. And let's do it right this time. Let's get the therapy that we need. Let's journal about it if we can't talk about it. When you empty and unpack this stuff, you got to do it somehow. Either you got to talk about it, you got to write about it. You have to do something to unpack it. Unpack the pain. You got to lay it down and don't let it weigh you down. Healing from not only what you have endured, but also from the person that you had to become in order to survive has to be intentional. Go get your healing. You got this. You got this, homie. You got it. Thank you so much for listening on today. And until next time, God bless you and be in